Radio.com. Take your time doing that. KNSDAM 792 Sons, most stimulating talk. We've made it to Tuesday, and let me tell you, oh, is there some funny stuff happening. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, well, looks like uh, good old Jeff Flake got ripped by everybody and his mother. Well, maybe not his mom, but everybody and their mom. Uh, over comparing Trump to uh, to Stalin, which uh, really not very smart. He tried to walk it back in his very monotone, boring, ridiculous, stupid ways. And he, I, I'm not I'm not comparing uh, him to uh, Stalin and stuff like that. Would be crazy. There you go. So he he's trying to walk it back as best he possibly can. And that's uh, yeah. Good luck with that, El Jefe. He's going to speak today. He's going to defend the media today on the floor of the Senate, which should be very popular. Only just about as popular as his. His uh, rating here in the state of Arizona. So good luck to that, uh, one, uh, uh, El Jefe. Uh, second thing that I think you need to know, yes, Martha McSally's office still has not contacted us, contacted Ryan, anybody. But she had no problem skipping this show's interview. Yes, she canceled, uh, but ended up on Fox News with the beautiful Arizona background behind her. I'm assuming it was Tucson, even if it was Phoenix, doesn't matter. Uh, that's where good old Martha went. She decided to uh, to skip out on her local constituents here at CD2 and instead go talk to uh, Fox News and and speak in a way that she doesn't realize that the microphone's actually on. I was debating if we should play it or not, and I said, ah, screw it, because she says the same thing. They're not going to get a clean drug in it. It's, it's so obvious she's trying so hard. You know when someone tries so hard? I mean, you, you realize that, right? So she did that. I, I heard she, somebody told me she also went on another radio show where they talked about such uh, uh, fascinating things like, what was your call sign, and why did you pick that? So uh, that's awesome as an Air Force pilot. There you go. Uh, third thing, I think you need to know uh, the racist Donald Trump, as some people like to say, and those are just stupid people, uh, so racist that black, black unemployment is at a, uh, an, I think it's at an all-time low right now. And it turns out to, uh, if you look at uh, several polls, uh, even though the media and uh, some hateful swamp Republicans and Democrats want to say that Trump is racist, turns out that black people are actually uh, warming to the Trumpster. He is rising in support in a whole bunch of polls when it comes to black people and how much they like the Trumpster. Oh, what a surprise, right? 
Yes, what a surprise. Three things that I think you need to know. Now I'll get to the flake stuff. We'll get to that. But I have, I have other stories as well, too, including this. This is one of my favorite stories. Out of all the stories that I talk about today, this will probably be, uh, probably be the one that you remember more than any other because it is so insane. I'm just letting you know. I mean, it's just, it's so far out there. It is the ultimate in political correctness. What a waste of money. <laughs> you, and, and then you're going to say, this is why we don't want to be like Europe. We don't, we don't want to be like them at all. Um, you have uh, really, really uh, uninformed people. See, I'm being very nice. When I say uninformed, I'm just not calling them stupid. Uninformed people that like to, let's just say, they like to think that our country is not very good and certain things that we have here are not very good, like the, uh, like the healthcare system. We need to be more like Europe, right? Uh-huh. You know, over in Great Britain, they have nationalized health service, NHS. Uh, it's socialized medicine. And they're broke. I mean, it takes you like weeks and weeks and weeks to get an appointment to see anybody. And if you, if you ask more than one question, like, I think I have a hangnail and this whole flu thing. One, pick one. And then they walk out, the doctor. Walk. That's how it works. And I actually talked to somebody from England when I was living in Texas about this. Like, it's horrible. You literally can't. If you ask them anything besides one question, they leave because they're so overrun. Uh, so this is, this is the greatest. You ready for this? The National Health Service. Over there, they're broke, but doesn't matter. If you are a man that claims to be a woman, you get certain treatment that women get, even though you're not really a woman. Okay, let me put it this way. Um, let me ask you a question. Do men have a cervix? Because last time I checked, uh, the answer is no. Well, I haven't checked it. I'm just saying, I've heard no. But it doesn't matter. Um, they have all kinds of crazy things going on. Going on over there in the National Health Service. Here's the headline from Breitbart. National Health Service to offer biological men cervical cancer smear to avoid triggering gender dysphoria. Oh, yes. So if you are a man, you claim to be a woman... In your sick, twisted mind, you, you think you're a woman, and you're like, well, if I'm a woman, and I think I am, I must have a cervix, even though I don't. They're going to pay for you to get tested for cervical cancer, even though you literally cannot get that because you don't actually have it. They're going to pay for it to make sure you don't get upset. Uh-huh. And biological women who legally define themselves as men now, these are women. These are actual women, but they claim, I am a man. They will not be routinely scanned for breast and cervical cancer, even if they retain these organs and remain at risk. So the women that actually have the organs, if you say you're a man, they're like, all right, cool, whatever. <laughs> We're not going to test. We're not going to waste your money. But if you're a man that says, I'm a woman, they're like, we can clearly tell that you're not based on your pants being down and stuff like that. But since you think you are, we'll waste money and actually test you for this. This is from the official guidebook at the NHS, the National Health Service, over in the UK. Um, <clears throat> it is impossible for a man to have a cervix, but they are still going to get a cervical smear test. How, what, are, like, what do you do if you're the... Now, again, I have not received a cervical smear test ever in my life because 
I'm a man. I haven't seen one. I don't want to see one. I can only imagine what one is. Now, when I heard this story and, and I'm reading it, all I could think about also is, like, what if you're the doctor? Is it like playing make-believe with like a four-year-old? You know, I mean, remember when feeding your kid, I mean, you know, I have a five-year-old now, I don't do this now with him. I will do it eventually with our five-month-old. But you're like, all right, here comes the flying broccoli, whatever the hell it is. Ooh, yeah, it doesn't really fly, but they like it, right? Like, what if you're a doctor and you have to actually give some dude a cervical smear test? And you're like, okay, the dude's in stirrups. Like, I see his frankenbeans. I don't, I don't know what the hell I do at this point. I mean, I, okay, hear it, uh, you hear it uh, happens and stuff. You're like, do you go for like the inner thigh and like wipe and be like, you're good. I mean, what happens at that point? I'm not trying to make you feel uncomfortable. Adriana is in for Ryan this morning. And I'm not trying to make you feel uncomfortable, Adriana. But you are a woman. And you identify as a woman, right? Right. Is it okay if I ask you? And you can say no. Have you ever had this test before? Yeah. Is there any way then that you could actually think that if a dude is going to get the test, a doctor can actually fake it? I would assume not. Like, because again, you know... What are you? What are you scraping? That's yes. that's that's what I'm saying. Like I'm trying to figure. Like, is the doctor like? Well, I only see one opening. I'm going to go for it. And then, they, I mean, really, is it worth it at that point to identify as a woman if you're a guy? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, okay, they're still going to give him the test, but how is that possible? Like, what do they do? <clears throat> Again, out of everything in the world that we talk about, and this show is a show of great importance, by the way. Uh, and not just to my mother. Um, but it, it really like, okay. So I think it was the same day we had Kelly Ward on, um, reacting to Martha McSally's video. She put out where she said, I'm going to run for Senate, uh, uh, you know, and against obviously Kelly Ward. And she said, I, I was so tough. I told him, I told a, a, a guy to grow some ovaries, a lawmaker and solve problems, which is a total sexist thing to say. We talked about that. Talk to Kelly Ward. And we're actually quoted uh, in U.S. News and World Report. They actually did a story on this show based on the interview that I did with Kelly Ward. And it had quotes from her on this show. Talked to KNST Ames. It was pretty cool, right? Somebody sent it to me. Gary Lewis. Blah, 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 blah. I think on that same show we were talking about, again, the fact that Hooters uh, told students to uh, at Abilene Christian University, you can't work or eat at Hooters. Otherwise, bad things will happen to you. We will figure out something to punish you. I mean, those are just, you know, we go from one end of the spectrum to the other end of the spectrum on this show. Uh, and here is, an, you know, here is one end of the spectrum. You choose it. I don't care. But this will be what you always talk about throughout the day. Can you believe out there in Britain, they actually, if some dude's like, I'm a chick, they will actually pay for and perform a, a smear, cervical smear test, even though, again, men do not actually have smears. But they don't want to trigger gender dysphoria. Like, what happens at that point? Do you go... <laughs> what's going on why is that person going crazy well he's been triggered in his gender dysphoria and he's just he's going through dysphoria right now and he's just he doesn't know what the hell's going on and yeah uh-huh uh they even have you ready for this a trans health advisor a trans health advisor named aiden walton was featured in a national health services choices video and blog post he claims smear tests could be uncomfortable for quote trans masculine people who are biological women, as it could offend how they perceive themselves. 
It could be difficult. Now, you could just die. We could just not test it at all, and you could die. Or it could be more difficult, where you just get your mind blown that you're not actually a dude because you actually have chick parts. Just saying. Just saying. Yeah. Wow. Uh, One doctor over there in the UK, David Davies, what a name. He is against, he's campaigned over there in in Britain against the government letting people legally self-identify their own gender. He said it was wasting the time of men who claim to be women by offering them tests for organs they do not have. It is so sad that someone has to actually say that because we all know it. Again, this is like the same thing as the warning labels on the snowblowers where it has like a picture of a roof, like do not use snowblower on roof. Uh, we know this, you know, but, but they have to do it anyway. It's just one of those things. So there you have it. Um, Annie Mackey, director of UK National Screening, said, following engagement with the LGBT community, we produced a guide to help trans people understand what screening is available in England. Guidance. Now, again, if I was an L, a G, and a B, I'd be pissed off at the T because I'm like, you're lumping me into this frigging group of wackos. Like, seriously, like if you're an L, a G, or a B, what would you want anything to do with the T's? Because they don't even know what the hell they are. At least if you're a chick, like I'm into chicks, cool, whatever. I don't care. You're a guy, you're into guys, whatever. You're a B, you're into both. I don't care. Whatever you do in your life is your life. But I'd be like, why am I lumped in with the people that think that they're a guy when they're a girl or they're a guy yeah, that they think they're a girl when they're really a guy and they should get a, a smear test. Are they going to give free tampons to the guys too? Because they think they're going to go, you know, have the menzies and say whatever. Anyway, <clears throat> happy Tuesday. I bet you didn't think I was going to start off the show with this now, did you? It's all downhill at this point. I mean, there's no way to make up for this. This is the, this is the high point of the show. And But, you know, maybe later in the show, last from L and G and B people to call in and, uh, you know, let us know if you really don't want to be. It's okay. It is, you, this, is, this is your safe space where you can say, I, you know what? I'm glad you said this. I, I've always wondered why they're lumping me in with the T. We actually had a gay guy call up one time and said, I know what I am. I don't want to have any part of this whole T thing. That was a few years ago. It was, it was great. And I'm like, I, I get it. I get it. You know, just like... Uh, uh, I'm Jewish, and unfortunately, a lot of Jews don't like Trump, and they loved Obama. I don't want to be—I don't want to be part of that crowd. I don't be part of the J.O. crowd, the Jewish Obama crowd. No, 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 the J.T. crowd. That's that's what I'm—I'm I'm part of. So uh, we have we have some some fun things going on. All right, uh, Jeff Flake tries to walk back. You know what? Before we even play, yeah, we'll play. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what Jeff Flake said. We'll play it again from yesterday if you missed it, if you weren't here. Uh, and then I'm going to play a soundbite of a man. Uh, whose parents actually lived under Stalin. They lived under Stalin. Uh, Very mad. Very, very mad at Jeff Flake. Uh, That's coming up in about uh, five. It's your morning ritual. Me, Garrett Lewis. KNST AM 790 Tucson's most stimulating talk. Normally, you'd be pretty upset if another guy was stimulating your wife. But in a strange way... You like it. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Just yes. ask your wife. I always step on the wife. I don't mean to do that, though. I did I did not mean to do that at all. I'm sorry. I apologize. How you doing? 641, 641 on this Tuesday, January 16th. Can you believe it's been almost a year since the inauguration? Isn't that crazy? Almost crazy. 
Oh, look at this. Uh, Media Research Center, real quick. Uh, 90% of Trump coverage was negative in 2017, and Jeff Flake's going to be on the floor of the Senate today talking about Trump is wrong in bashing the media. (laughs) What a dope. Um, Three things I think you need to know, speaking of Jeff Flake. Yes, he'll be doing that today. He's going to be defending the media. I mean, just making his popularity rise, right? Uh, And on top of that, he walked back yesterday. He tried his best. We heard a little bit of it. Uh, walking back the comparison of Trump to Stalin and Mao. Good luck with that one, buddy. Second thing that I think you need to know, uh, Martha McSally. Yes, Martha McSally. Again, skipped the show yesterday, but had uh, enough time. I guess she had a big breakfast because we were told that she needed it. She had a breakfast. She couldn't move. She had no problem. Drive, getting herself all fancied up and then driving to... uh, uh, a robotic camera to be on Fox News at like 11 o'clock in the morning yesterday from Arizona. I don't know if it's Tucson or Phoenix, but apparently she had no problem with that. Brave Martha McSally. I'm not afraid of terrorists or anything like that. I took him on. It's just answering questions on KNST with Garrett. That's that's just some tough crap to do right there. Uh, listen, that's a badge of honor. Third thing that I think you need to know, a bunch of polls, and I'll go through these later on in the show, uh, have Donald Trump actually gaining in popularity with the, uh, with the black population. Black Americans, they love Trump. Despite the fact that the media wants to call him racist and Dems, ra- you know, he's ra- everything he sneezed. He's racist. Everything's racist, racist, racist. Uh, but the people know three things I think you need to know. All right. So uh, Jeff Flake, Adriana, who again is in for Ryan because Ryan is. Uh, is he is he out sick? He's kind of out sick. Let's just put it that way. I think he's out sick. All right. Let's play some uh, some sound bites. You put in these numbers, right? Um, I want to play first uh, Sebastian Gorka, number 115. Sebastian Gorka. Oh, this guy. I love Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Uh, yes, that's the one right there. Um, Sebastian Gorka was pretty ticked off at what Jeff Flake said comparing Trump to Stalin. He was on uh, Stu Vaughn. No, he's on with uh, Lou Dobbs yesterday on Fox Business, and this is what happened. Here we go. Senator Flake should be ashamed of himself. My parents lived under a Stalinist regime. My father was arrested and tortured and put in prison by a Stalinist regime. This man has no moral compass left anymore. Senator Flake has just insulted all those people who have died or suffered under true Stalinist regimes. He has become a parody of a politician. Oh boy. Good for him. And, you know, this this freaking guy, Jeff Flake, had the gall to go up on the Senate floor when he said he's going to quit because he couldn't, his ego couldn't take a loss. And he said, I'm doing this for my kids, my this, my that, and blah, 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 whatever everything he says is wrong. Remember, his kid, his 15-year-old at the time, five years ago, had no problem calling himself N-Word Killer as his name on a gaming website. Oh, yeah, that would go on Twitter. I, I have to be able to look my kids and grandkids in the eye and tell them I did the right thing. Yeah, what about your... Your other kid that was dropping Jew jokes and gay slurs and N-word killer. Yeah, how about that one? Phony. Just a flat-out phony. Uh, And let's do one more. 114, the one before that. Uh, Yes, this is a a historian, Doug Weed, uh, on, I believe, one of them was on Fox Business. More Fox Business. Uh, Here we go, talking about uh, Jeff Lake's comparison. Here we go. This is outrageous. This is an insult to your intelligence. 
but it's an insult to the millions of people who died at the hands of that butcher. It's outrageous. And I saw another com comment comparing him to Hitler. Both Hitler and Stalin dominated their governments. They dominated the motion picture industry. An actress couldn't be in a film without approval of Joseph Goebbels. Stalin himself read the scripts of the wow. movies they made in the Soviet Union. Uh, there were no churches in the Soviet Union, but when Martin Niemöller in Nazi Germany preached a sermon they didn't like, they, they sent him to Buchenwald and they killed him right. with a lethal in injection. So if anybody thinks that Donald Trump controls the media, which Stalin and Hitler did, they're crazy. If they think he controls Hollywood or controls academia like Hitler did and Stalin did, they're crazy. Wow. These are some strong words right now. Let's hear some flake once again. Because, again, it's not just me. It's not just you. And that's why I, I'm, I'm pushing it. He's not fit for office. He needs to leave like now. Get out. Jeff Flake talking uh, to Christian Amanpour on CNN. Uh, let's do, yeah, 114, the longer. Uh, wait, wait, wait. No, let, let's do uh, 111. This is him walking it back. He tried to, <laughs> he's uncomfortable laughing. Uh, walking back, comparing Trump to Stalin. Here we go. What concerns me is when uh, you use phrases like enemy of the people, uh, then that, uh, that they, they, you trace that phrase back, and uh, it, it was not uh, a good origin. Uh, really, it was popularized by Joseph Stalin. And I am in no way comparing uh, President Trump to Joseph Stalin. Joseph Stalin was a killer. Uh, well, our did, president though. is not. Uh, but uh, it just puzzles thing. me as to why you would use a phrase that is so loaded and and that has such deeper meaning uh, the press being the enemy of the people because they're not honest and, and so that that is a big concern uh what this president does the most powerful man in the world has lasting implications and it has implications for journalists worldwide as well as our free press here in this country so either you're literally not in reality which is why i think he's not fit for office if you can't look at the news and realize how biased it is and all they do is try to take down Trump and it's a hell of a lot different. It's a 180 from when Obama was in office. If you don't acknowledge that, you're literally insane. Like there's something wrong with you. You are not in touch with reality or you're just a dishonest freak and you are a politician. So you could just be lying, like acting as if you just don't notice it or you just want to ignore it. You want to act as if it's not there, which also could make you crazy, by the way. Now, what are the, this is even better. You ready for this? What are the things that he's upset about what Trump says? You ready for this? Let's do 113. And I heard this. I'm like, really? I mean, dude, just go. You, you are making such a, I don't even know. Did he do any good work while he was in Congress? Because you're going out like a clown, dude. Uh, listen to this. Here we go. It, it's not good uh, when, when the president uh, utters falsehoods like, well, the crowd size was bigger than any in the past. That's more innocuous and doesn't mean as much. Uh, but to say uh, things like the, the Russia matter uh, just broadly without being more precise what? Uh, is a hoax or Russia's Jeez. intervention in the U.S. election is a hoax. That is not a hoax. Uh, we know that Russia did try to influence our election uh, mm -hmm. and, and, and uh, simply dismissing that as fake news is damaging. Mm -hmm. And when that is, is just done uh, reflexively, <clears throat> Uh, day after day, then that has real consequences. Wow. So that's uh, that's what you're going with, huh? 
Uh, I, do you recall Jeff Flake getting upset when Obama literally got caught paying uh, to to try to influence Israel's election so Netanyahu would win? I don't remember that one, do you? No, me either. Uh, by the way, his uncle John McCain, uh, who's been quite silent lately, and I have a feeling there's going to be more of that, uh, tweeted out three days ago a must-read column by New York Times Trump-hating columnist Brett Stevens. Proud to live in a nation of holers. People from holes make great America, assholes, you know, while Trump sinks into one. And John McCain says, you have to read it. You have to. Yes. And John McCain's, by the way, reaction to Dick Durbin lying about what President Trump said. And by the way, again, McCain and Flake have no problem with third world nation people that have literally no skills but drive down wages um, and get on the welfare rolls coming here. McCain tweeted, people have come to this country from everywhere and people from everywhere have made America great. Our immigration policy should reflect that truth. Uh, Excuse me. And our elected officials, including our president, should respect it. Screw you, buddy. I mean, I've had enough of this stuff. Our immigration policy should reflect that, that people come here from everywhere and have made it. So what, just let everybody in? Of course, it's what they want. It's what they want. Dude, these, these are the worst. I mean, these guys are literally the worst. Uh, people want to say that Arizona's purple because we have an influx of Californians coming in, but uh, you get these kinds of globalist senators. It, look, it's been blue for a long... I mean, it's been purple for a long time. A very, very, very long time. Guess what uh, is going to make uh, Jeff Flake and John McCain shed a tear? Something the Homeland Security Secretary said. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, I will get that to you. Coming up, you're going to like it because it's good. It's coming up. Morning Ritual, Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Oh, how's it going? It's 7.07. It's it's Tuesday. I almost said it's Monday, and I worked yesterday. It's Tuesday, January 16th, morning ritual. Garrett Lewis, KNSTAM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. I had a lot of fun yesterday, though, I'll tell you that. Hell of a show. I mean, it always is, but hell of a show. Hell of a show when, uh, when... People are too scared to come on your show. Anyway, there are three things that I think you need to know. We'll get to that. Uh, number one, Jeff Flake is going to uh, make a speech on the Senate floor today, standing up for the media. <laughs> I mean, can you get any more stupid? Can you make people hate you anymore? Can you lose any even any more credibility? What a dope! Who? Anybody? Somebody in his family should say, "Just stop! Just stop! Not not looking good for you." Uh, he also walked back his Trump is Stalin comparison uh, after everybody, after the Internet exploded going after Jeff Flake because it was so dumb. Second thing that I think you need to know, uh, Martha McSally canceled. She had her scheduler or handler uh, cancel an interview after double, double confirming it Friday again to what I talked about yesterday. Uh, I found out afterward uh, that she actually had no problem driving to a studio here in Arizona. I don't know if it was Tucson or Phoenix. If she couldn't come on the show by phone at 710 yesterday morning because she had a breakfast, must have been one hell of a breakfast again. Uh, She went on Fox News uh, to uh, put out her, I swear I'm tough on illegal immigration. I'm going to out Kelly Ward, Kelly Ward. That's what I'm going to do. The Dems want a dream act and she starts yelling. Maybe we should play some of it. It was kind of funny. I can always get some of that. Anyway, she went on Fox and no problem doing that. And that's after a listener emailed me, said, I live around the corner from Martha McSally. 
And about 8.15 in the morning, she went driving out pretty quickly, just looking at her phone as she was driving, going somewhere. Where'd you go for breakfast an hour before that? Where, Martha? Anyway, uh, third thing I think you need to know, the support in the black community for President Trump is rising in all kinds of polls. That was the news that I saw yesterday after I got off the show on uh, MLK Day, baby. Yes, it looks like the black community is actually uh, warming to Trump. Yes, warming to him. And I have flashbacks for you and everything. I'll get you those numbers coming up. Three things I think you need to know. Uh, by the way, if the Dems shut down the government to try to get rights uh, or something for illegal immigrants, how's that going to work over in, uh, in the, in, in the middle, middle of America? That elected Trump in Wisconsin, Michigan, where they're getting jobs like crazy. It's not going to work out too well, right? Not at all. And if all of a sudden the black community is like, man, our unemployment is down. I mean, Obama didn't really like us very much because unemployment went up like crazy. If all of a sudden Trump's getting support from the, from the black community, I mean, it's already a slam dunk he's going to win in 2020 anyway. So, uh, good luck, right? Good, good luck. Good luck. I wish you good luck. Uh, so, LeBron James. Let's, let's go with this. for You know what? Before we even get to LeBron James, let's go over some stats. We'll, go, we'll get a LeBron James sound bites in just a second. Uh, there is, if you don't mind getting those ready, that'd be, that'd be awesome. Uh, thank you. Adriana's in for Ryan this morning. So it turns out uh, that there are a whole bunch of polls that are coming out showing black support rising for President Trump, despite the fact that the media is just clamoring. He's racist and Democrats, he's racist, he's this, he's that, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Um, black men. Among black men. This is from Breitbart. Trump's 27, and this, they actually quoted the Atlantic, which is a lefty website. Among black men, Trump's 2017 average approval, approval rating significantly exceeds his 2016 vote share. Ronald Brownstein admitted this, and he doesn't like Trump. 23% of black men approved of Trump's performance versus 11% of black women. And that score averages out to 17%, or twice the 8% that he was given in the 2016 exit polls. So all of a sudden, his approval rating goes from 8 to 17, it looks like, right? Wow. That poll, by the way, came from 605,172 interviews that SurveyMonkey conducted with Americans in 2017. That's according to The Atlantic. Huh. Interesting. Second poll by CBS of 2,164 adults conducted in early January showed a similar level of African-American support for Trump. 14, CBS's 14% score included 10% who cited the basic rule of politics. I'm a Trump supporter, but to keep my support, he has to deliver what I want. Cool, that's what's supposed to happen. Um, black unemployment is dropping like crazy. Trans-Pacific Partnership, Trump got us out of that. Uh, Asia would have destroyed us, right? Cheap Asian workers for service jobs in the U.S. would have allowed that to happen. All that stuff, black unemployment is dropping like crazy because Trump is protecting America. That's how that's supposed to work. Washington Post reported January 12th, tight labor market, forcing companies to hire employees away from other companies off by offering higher wages. Funny how that works, huh? Uh, New York Times, January 13th, they admit employers dip deeper into the pool of available labor. Workers coming off the economy sidelines. Prime age, workers 25 to 54 years old hit a seven-year high. You ready for this? Employment gains have been, this is the New York Times, Employment gains have been especially strong for groups that often face discrimination. Unemployment for African-Americans fell to 6.8% in November, the lowest rate on record. But you're right. Trump hates black people, right? 
That's what happens. He hates black. He's racist and stuff like that. Uh, he is protecting America. Wages are rising. Jobs, they're out there. Companies competing, paying more for services. That's what's supposed to happen. So it looks like uh, it's going pretty well. Except LeBron James hearts Hillary and hates Trump. And LeBron, and I know he's saying, well, what do I care about what LeBron James says? Listen, I don't really care. LeBron James does, unfortunately, he does influence certain people. Because certain people don't pay attention to anything. And they think everything LeBron James says is right because he's LeBron James. Now, it'll be interesting to find out as LeBron James speaks out more and more and more. But all of a sudden, the black support for Trump rises and rises. I guess he'll get less influential. That, that's what I'm interested in. Anyway, LeBron James sounded pretty stupid. Uh, pretty pretty dumb. We have two uh, LeBron James sound bites. Let's, yeah, let's do 117 right there. Let's do that one first. Here is LeBron James uh, talking to the media on it. They asked about MLK Day, and he's the one that brought up Trump and stuff like that. Here we go. Yeah, we are in a, in a difficult state right now as Americans as well with the um, leader of our, of our country. As we all have to continue to come together and shine, shine a, a brighter light on, on you know, use the word stupidity, but that's what it basically comes down to. Stupid. Oh, wow. So black unemployment plate is falling. Wages are rising. But we're, we're in a tough spot because of stupidity and stuff. Right? Stupidity. Now, you tell me what this is. And I tweeted about stupid LeBron James yesterday at Garrett Lewis on Twitter. But I want you to hear more that he said. Here we go. Control has given uh, people in racism, uh, negative racism, an opportunity to be out and outspoken without um, without fear. And uh, and that's the fearful thing for us Um, because it's it's with you and it's around every day. But he's allowed people to come out and just feel confident about doing negative things. Excuse me? Let me read that to you. The guy in control has given people and racism and negative racism an opportunity to be out and outspoken without fear. Uh, Again, this is what cracks up about sports reporters and journalists is that they want to be friends with these people. They want to be able to say, look, I got LeBron James' number in my cell phone. Stuff like, oh, yeah, I've heard the stories. Uh, I talked to a guy who covered Michael Jordan and the Bulls really quick before I go off on what LeBron James just said. And he said Michael Jordan was a, a master at this. He memorized every single sports reporter that was covering the Bulls, found out stuff about themselves and families, and he'd always ask about them. That way they'd never write about the shady things that Michael Jordan would do behind closed doors. So again, LeBron James, and why would they ever ask anything like, hey, LeBron, what's negative racism? Is there positive racism? The guy in control has given people and racism and negative racism an opportunity. This is like the whole trans debate, right? What the hell is positive racism? I don't think there's something called positive racism. Racism itself is negative, right? I mean, this guy is a genius. Just keep putting the ball in the hoop, dude. Just try. Just stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. I I miss the good old days when at least athletes stayed out of politics. Because as Michael Jordan is quoted as saying, Republicans buy sneakers too. You just cut off half the people that may want to do follow you, buy a ticket to the game. Would you want to buy a ticket to see LeBron James play? I mean, he's a great player. Don't get me wrong. 
He's on the tail end of his career. But why would you want to support somebody like that? And listen, I know I'm kind of hypocritical. Listen, Billy Joel, not a big Trump fan, but at the same time, you know what Billy Joel said, and I've seen him say it. I saw him last April at a concert, and he said, I'm not here to talk politics with you. I'm just some guy on a piano. You don't want to hear my views. That's true. I don't want to hear your views. I want to hear you sing scenes for an Italian restaurant. I want that. Shut up. After that, be quiet. But LeBron James, that's what he said. Negative racism. He's allowed people to come out and just feel confident about doing negative things as he has helped the black community more than Barack Obama. But what do you expect? LeBron James is ignorant. Right? That's what it comes down to. Flat out ignorant. Uh, oh, this will be funny. Let's play some of this. Let me take you uh, back, back in the day to the 90s where even though, again, uh, Jesse Jacks is on record right now of saying that Trump is a racist. He loved Donald Trump in the 90s. But, I mean, this is the same Jesse Jackson that didn't realize the camera was on and said he wanted to cut Obama's, <clears throat> let's just say, uh, stones out, which was a weird statement. He said it on Fox News, didn't realize the camera was on. He didn't like Obama. He was, t- he was taking stealing the oxygen in the room. Anyway, I want you to go back to the 90s. Listen to what uh, Jesse Jackson said about Donald Trump. Here we go. I do want to express thanks to you, Donald Trump, for being with us tonight. Uh, we need your building skills, uh, your uh, gusto, um, your rent package for hmm. people on Wall Street who represent diversity. And uh, we thank you for coming tonight. Let's give Donald Trump a big hand. <laughs> A big hand for Donald Trump. Uh, I now want to bring forth a friend who has... Here's more. Uh, well, he is deceptive in that his social style is of such. One can miss his seriousness and his commitment, but his success is beyond argument. Uh, when we opened this Wall Street project and we talked about it, he gave us space at 40 Wall Street, which was to make a statement about our having a presence there. Uh, and uh, beyond that, in terms of reaching out and being inclusive, he's done that too. Uh, and created for many people a comfort zone when I ran for the presidency uh, in 84 and 88. And many others uh, thought it was either laughable or something to avoid. He came to our business meeting here in New York because he has this sense of the curious and a will to risk to make things better. So aside from all of of his style uh, and his um, pizzazz, he's a serious person who's an effective builder of building for the builder of people. Last year he was a part of our workshop, of our panel workshop on what are the challenges and opportunities. And so this, a year later, Donald Trump, uh, for a few minutes, challenges and opportunities to embrace the underserved communities. Donald Trump. Underserved communities. That's all I need. Actually, you know, actually, let's see what Don has to say. Oh, no. 
I will tell you, a large percentage of the people, and especially in construction, that are building these great jobs are black and minorities, and I'm very proud of it. We have uh, close to 25%, and I think the number's going up, and they do a great job. There are no better builders than we have in New York, and a big percentage of that is black and minority folks. So, Wow. So there you have it. They go from loving him when he gives money, he does great things for black community, and then they go to ignoring everything that he's done because he's on the wrong side of the aisle nowadays. Don't you love that? 721, uh, just a few minutes from the market opening. We may open at a new record high, crossing the 26,000 mark in the Dow. Well, the market went up for Obama. Yeah, he printed money with quantitative easing. Back off. There's no money being printed like it was. This is actual real investment because people feel it. 721. Uh, there's more that I have. Matter of fact, uh, the incoming governor, this is why people hate New Jersey. This is why people just don't get it. The incoming governor of New Jersey wants to do something very special for illegal aliens. What the hell, man? I mean, seriously? Wait till you hear this. It's coming up. Morning Ritual, Garrett Lewis, KNSTAM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Hi, right, 727. Thank you for hanging out. Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it, please. Please, please, please. Gonna be about 71 today in the 40s right now. And I saw this story, and I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. I mean, this is this is just this is nuts. By the way, also uh, every hour, 4 a.m. through 7 p.m. Uh, in the 7 p.m. hours of last time, Monday through Friday, your chance of getting some crumbs, baby, some crumbs. Uh, that's what Nancy Pelosi calls a thousand bucks. Uh, listen right here on KNST AM 790 because I'd love for you to win a thousand bucks every hour starting at 4 a.m. ending in the 7 p.m. hour Monday through Friday. Now, uh, I have some friends that are from New Jersey. And I didn't realize this. You know, they have so many people like that's the number one state. More people have left New Jersey because they're it's it's so expensive to live there. Taxes are so high, like the jobs are not really there anymore. They're literally destroying the state. It's like mini California. Uh, but they also have in New Jersey an exit tax. Like if you decide I got to I got to go move somewhere else because it sucks here. They tax you to leave. They do that in California as well, by the way. They they tax you to That's where, like, the light should click on, like, man, maybe it just sucks here so much we should change it so people will stay instead of saying it sucks so badly here when you leave, we're going to try to get some more money out of you. We're going to turn you upside down and shake whatever you have and have, hope it falls out of your pockets. Um, but this is part of the problem in New Jersey. Uh, story from Fox, Biz, uh, Fox News. Incoming New Jersey governor, because Chris Christie is leaving. Incoming New Jersey governor plans to establish agency, ready for this, for defensive protection of illegal immigrants. That's right. Defensive protection. Yes. What? Why? What? Uh, It says here, Phil Murphy. When Phil Murphy takes office as the next governor of New Jersey. He wants to establish a state agency geared toward aiding illegal aliens. People that are actually here legally. Citizens, you're born here, you're resident, whatever, and you want to just get the hell out because it sucks so bad there. They want to tax you to leave, but they want to protect illegal aliens. Now, why does he want to do that? Votes! Votes! They are leaving in droves. Granted, the smart people are leaving in droves, right? 
He wants to protect future voters. Listen, we know this. Again, it should be the biggest story out there that Hillary's former communications chief, Jen Palmieri, she works now for a liberal group. I think it's Center for American Progress, whatever MEP. Uh, it came out last week that she said, we have to hold an internal email. We have to hold the line. We need amnesty for these DACA and Dreamer people because if we don't, it's going to be tough to win future elections. They know this. They admitted it. And this guy wants to have a state agency to protect and aid illegal aliens. It would be called the Office of Immigrant Defensive Protection. You, you're here, you're here legally, you're in America. Oh, you're, uh, you're no use to me. He said at a debate, dreamers are every bit as American as my four kids. Wow. Okay, really? He told the Washington Post the new agency will be an office that undocumented immigrants could call with questions about their status. Well, you know, if you hear illegally, I'm pretty sure you know it. Uh, he didn't like the whole sanctuary thing, right? But he said, anyway, the rumors that swirl around communities are extraordinary, and it's literally hard to get, particularly if you're undocumented. The right to an- the right answer to your question, it's hard to get it, right? That's when people go back into the shadows. He supports state ID, driver's license, education-related financial aid to illegal immigrants. And he said, I don't like, now listen to this, I don't really like the sanctuary word because it's tainted. He prefers welcoming. And do you remember what uh, the Tucson City Council and Pima County Supervisory Board voted on? That we are welcoming here in Tucson and Pima County. Not sanctuary, welcoming. Welcoming. This is what we have to deal with in New Jersey. That's why you got to get the hell out of there, right? It's ridiculous. So he takes office uh, in Trenton on Tuesday. Tuesday. And they're going to have that. Oh, by the way, I got a text from a buddy of mine, actually from New Jersey. I think I know what you're going to report on. I thank God every day I'm out of New Jersey. My, my friends still there are losing hope. And are all looking to get out. They've had it. That's that's what happens. That's what happens. Uh, all right, 732 now on KNSD AM 790. I have another great story coming up at 810. It's probably going to make uh, Police Chief Chris Magnus cry. Uh, I'm going to tweet at Chris, uh, uh, Chief Magnus because uh, he'll probably want to know about this, be very upset about it. But guess where illegal immigrants apparently aren't being welcomed? That's at 810 this morning. Uh, now I have a couple other things to get you. Uh, you know, this whole S-hole controversy, the media is trying to keep it alive, even though the public loves it. Uh, Haiti is it. You ever go to Haiti? I guarantee you get off a plane in Haiti. You walk around and go, man, this place is an S-hole. That's what you do. So there is a city, a very famous city, very popular city in this country that is literally an S-hole as well. I'll tell you what that is, and I have some college stories to get to. Oh, yeah, some college stories. Guess what uh, a college wants people to report as uh, as a racist, biased thing? Uh-huh. That's all coming up. 733 on KNST. We'll get to it in about six. Here's the latest from Fox. He gets you up, gets you going. He stimulates you. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790. Tucson's most stimulating talk. 742. Thanks for hanging out. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, the Dow has opened above 26,000 for the first time ever. We're over 26,000. Such, I mean, can you imagine the media coverage if Obama had this? 
Do you imagine he'd be praised? Oh, economic genius. Everything's great. This is fantastic. Yeah, latest reports from the uh, news say 90% of Trump coverage is negative. Unbelievable. Second thing I think you need to know, Jeff Flake is going to make a speech on the Senate floor today where he's going to defend the media because Trump calls them out for what they are, which is biased. He's going to defend it, and he tried to walk back his Trump is Stalin comments because the entire world lost its mind for that stupidity, which I think he is, uh, that's why I believe he is actually not fit for office. Third thing that I think you need to know, uh, several polls, SurveyMonkey, noted by The Atlantic, CBS, all show rising support from the black community for President Trump. Significant rising, even though the media tries to paint him as racist. See, the people, they actually go by what they see and feel, and that is uh, the economy, stupid, and it's working for them. Black unemployment is at an all-time low right now. Three things I think you need to know. So, um, there are some uh, crazy college stories that I have. I, ha- I have some I have a lot of crazy stories, but how about this one again? So the S-hole story, I mean, it's one of the funniest things, as if the word S-hole is so offensive, right? It's the worst thing of all time. How can anybody say that, right? Okay. Uh, you know, by the way, CNN said it 195 times on their airwaves. They, they actually use the word S-hole, the word, but like you could say, why can't I say it? Is it going to bother you that much? They used it 195 times. You know, there is a, there's a, a map, an interactive map called Human Wasteland. It was created in 2014. This is from the Daily Caller. You know what it shows? It shows San Francisco is actually a giant S-hole. Do you know what this does? This map from Human Wasteland charts all the locations for human S reported to the San Francisco police during a given month. It shows the precise locations of the incidents by marking them with, yes, poop emojis. So it, I'm looking at it right now, and there are poop emojis all over the place. The project shows the heat map for poop is most heavily concentrated directly in downtown San Francisco. Is it racist to call it an asshole at that point? According to the San Francisco Weekly, there's a major S-hole problem in San Francisco. Is what it says. St. George Alley can harbor up to 30 piles of poop per week. According to the Department of Public Works employee Steve Mahoney. That's exceptional. It also illustrates a seemingly intractable problem in a city with limited public restrooms, constricted homeless services, and a line of filthy bunker toilets that often sit unused. So apparently in San Francisco, they should just be like, well, we know exactly what Trump's talking about. If he did use, even though he denies using the word asshole. And let me just tell you my own experience. I was in San Francisco once when uh, my wife's friend got married about uh, three years ago. And on the way out, my wife, my son and I were in a cab back to the airport and we were stopped at a light and I saw this homeless guy. Like, okay, so you know like the blue mailboxes that they have, you know, you drop the mail, the mail slots, the big blue things on the on the streets? This homeless guy was hugging it from the street, like the curb. He like has arms around. I'm like, what is that guy, what is that guy doing? Is he like trying to hump the, the mailbox or something? And all of a sudden I see this liquid coming down. He was peeing on the mailbox right in the middle of the street. It was like 9 o'clock in the morning, and that's San Francisco for you. It's disgusting. 
It's literally an asshole. I just want you to know that it's literally an asshole. And they're okay with that. They're all right. It's, it's all right. It's okay. Uh, here's one for you uh, from the feelings department. Williams College. You know where Williams College is? It's somewhere in the Northeast, I believe. I could be wrong, but who cares at this point? This is from the College Fix. Williams College has an office of institutional diversity and equity. I mean, why not? Someone's got to get paid, right? It advises students, ready for this, to report color-coded pink for girls. Any signs, color-coded pink for girls and blue for boys as bias incidents. That's right. Bias incidents. This is like, it reminds me of the Target story. Remember the Target story a couple of years ago? The lady was like, oh my God, there's an aisle that says toys. The next aisle says girls' toys. How can you separate like that? As if any kid gives a crap. They want to find the toys they like, right? Target overreacted like Target does. Target goes and, and uh, not only takes down all the girls' toys and everything else, they take away all the blue stuff and the pink stuff to make it harder for grandparents to figure out what toys are for boys and girls. They don't want to offend people. And now you have this ridiculous college claiming that if there are color-coded signs, pink for girls and blue for boys, they're by, please report these as bias incidents because the signage is ready, abhorrent and intolerable. And those are quotes. Abhorrent and intolerable. So if you go to Victoria's Secret and you see something that says the word pink on it, is that, is that abhorrent and intolerable as well? Are you kidding me? This is maybe the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. And every day I come up with a story that I always say that, right? This might be the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Every day it gets upped one. Um, does pink offend you, Adriana, as a girl? Adriana's in Ferrandi. Does pink offend you at all? No. Do you actually like pink? Yeah, sure. My son's soccer league, right? They finally they did the right thing separating boys and girls uh, after they first get into it. Like my, boy, my son was five or four, going on five, played in the under six program. They have boys and girls leagues at that point. And the girls are given pink balls. And I was actually shocked that nobody was like, why would you give the girls pink balls? Because you think all girls like pink? Why would you? I mean, my wife's like, that's so cool. I wish I got a pink ball when I was a girl. So now this is what's happening. It's one example of about two dozen possible bias incidents listed as part of Williams College anti-bias speak up program. Imagine if you see a uh, guy that looks like a terrorist and yells crazy terrorist things. And you say, there's this guy, got a long beard, yelling Death to America, Alu Akbar. Can I say he's must? No, can't say that. But please speak up when you see a blue sign for boys, because that's totally biased. Uh, they say that potential biases incidents listed include name calling, avoiding, or excluding others. So if you avoid or exclude people, you're biased. Isn't that what your normal bias is? Like you want to be friends with some people and not friends with others, right? If you call someone or something gay, they can call the the, the bias police on you, you stereotype. If you tell someone they have to wear pants because they're male and a skirt because they're female, that is another offense they put down. That can be a bias offense. They can call the bias police on you. If you imitate someone's cultural norm or practice, you can do that as well. That's right. But they clarify, while abhorrent and intolerable are not crimes, you students can still report bias incidents to campus safety and security. Because you got to make sure everything is safe. And God forbid a girl sees something that's pink for girls, and it's just, uh, it's terrible. Do you remember, I remember this too, there was a story in 2013. A bias incident reported uh, by the Williams Record. It featured a drawing of a penis on a whiteboard with a racial slur on it. 
After that, the vice president of Campus Life, who still has his job, said the way the campus responds will continue to evolve as we experience these distressing events as a community and as we find strength as a community because someone drew a penis with a racial slur. Okay. A penis. Uh, generally, the only time people are offended by penis, the only people are like women and when they get married. I'm just, what is that? Now, I'm just, now I'm just, it, that's a stereotypical joke, too. So I've, I've offended everybody now. I wouldn't be accepted to Williams College. 751, don't go anywhere. 810 this morning. Uh, the story that's going to make Chris Magnus, our police chief, get very sad and tear up uh, where they are not welcoming illegal aliens. Oh, maybe he can do something about it, right? Maybe he can do something about it. That's coming up. Morning Ritual, Gary Lewis, KNST, AM790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. .com. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word money to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's money to 200-200. Hello. Hi. Oh, it's okay, Adriana. Hi, it's your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis. KNST, AM790, Tucson's. Most stimulating talk. How's it going? You go. You good? Sun's out. Things are good. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, the Dow opened over 26,000 first time in history. Yet the media will talk about Russia and uh, S-hole and anything because they don't want you to realize this. They think that we don't know, by the way. They think that we don't realize our bank accounts are growing, our 401ks are going up, and jobs are being created, and wagers are going up. As long as they don't talk about it, they think we don't know it, right? Over 26,000. Imagine the coverage if this happened under Obama. Yeah. Second thing that I think you need to know, uh, there is a story that is out there. Um, 2017, this is from Newsbusters, the Media Research Center. 90% of the news coverage, they analyzed it toward tre- President Trump, 90% negative. 90% negative, just 10% positive. They don't include neutral statements. Uh, 90% negative, and yet today, wacko, insane Senator Jeff Flake will go on the Senate floor to defend the media from Trump's criticism. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he wonders why nobody likes him. Or does he even wonder? Is he just that out of touch? I mean, the dude's losing it. He literally looks like he sounds and looks and acts like a crazy person, doesn't he? That's what he's going to do. And he tried to walk back. I didn't really. I'm, I'm not, I know that Trump's not Stalin. So when I said it, I didn't really mean it when I said it. Because Stalin's a killer and Trump isn't. But he's kind of like Stalin, just without the killing. Thanks. Third thing I think you need to know. Yeah, Trump is so racist that a uh, couple of polls. One uh, by SurveyMonkey, hundreds of thousands of people in it. CBS is the other one, show black support for Trump growing and growing significantly because they feel the economy. It's, the, it's all about the economy, stupid. It's what it is. They know it. They know it. They feel it. Yeah, Trump's racist and everything else, right? Uh, black unemployment is at an all-time low right now. Three things I think you need to know. All right, so uh, this is, this is uh, great right here. Uh, illegal aliens thinking that Trump is just too tough, too tough. So they want to go right through America, straight up to Canada. And you know what they're finding? Canada is actually much more outspoken, maybe even than we, well, up until Trump, than we have been. So I'm wondering, by the way, when is uh, Police Chief Magnus going to call out Canada for being like racist and stuff? 
Because the Tucson police chief has no problem calling out President Trump. But he won't because he's a hypocrite. That's just what it comes down to. And he's got more problems. I mean, again, the two, unfortunately, the Tucson Police Department, the morale is in the uh, is in the toilet. I mean, it's actually not even, it's below the toilet. It's when you flush the toilet and it goes down the pipes all the way down. That's where it is. And it's all thanks to him and the ridiculous city council and the mayor. But whatever. Uh, there were stories that I saw. And I was like, man, this is this is crazy. This is, this is a New York Times story. Um, that illegals that are going to Canada are realizing, man, we, we can't, we're not exactly welcome there. We can't get free stuff like we got in America. Yes. Ahmed Hussein. That's Canada's immigration minister. Oh, yeah. He recently warned illegal aliens they shouldn't just walk right into Canada and expect to get cradle-of-the-grave freebies. It's the New York Times story. This Ahmed Hussein is an immigrant himself. He's an immigrant to Canada. Yet he warned illegal aliens, listen, we're welcoming, but we're not taking everybody that crosses illegally. Quote, we don't want people to illegally enter our border. Oh, shit, here we go. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. Race war! I mean, if we say we're racist, why can he get away? Why is it like a smart move when they do it? Why is it accepted? We don't want people illegally to enter our border, and doing so is not a free ticket to Canada. Where are the Democrats? Where's Jeff Flake saying Canada is just, it's just not nice? Where's John McCain? Where are they? Ahmed Hussein said, we are saying you will be apprehended, screened, detained, fingerprinted, and if you can't establish a genuine claim, you will be, will, you will be denied Refugee protection and removed. Race war! My God. It's so tough there. Now, if Trump were to say that, or anybody else were to say that, they'd be considered racist, right? And just think of the irony here. You know, Canada, you got that uh, that uh, that boy, uh, their, their boy wonder over there, Justin Trudeau and stuff like that. He's the guy that runs it. And he's the anti-Trump and blah, blah, blah. This is all under him. Ahmed Hussein, Canada's immigration minister, who is an immigrant, again said, we don't want people to illegally enter our border. Doing so is not a free ticket to Canada. You'll be apprehended, screened, detained, fingerprinted. If you can't establish a genuine claim, you'll be denied refugee protection and removed. Good for you, Canada. Good for you. How come they're not so welcoming, though? I want to know that. What's going on? In a statement that this guy made in March, he warned illegals not to try entering Canada. Quote, Anyone who is in the United States who is intending to come to Canada to make an asylum claim should do so in the United States. Oh, yeah, great. No, we don't want it. I won't pay for that. You should not embark on what could potentially be a dangerous journey across our border. You want to know why? He made that in March because as soon as Trump got into office, the illegals are like, listen, we're going to come up through Central America, through Mexico, and we're going to go straight up through America. And we're not staying there because Trump will get rid of us. We're going to go to Canada. They're easy there. They're easygoing people. They just elected Trudeau. Apparently not. Apparently not. In another effort to stave off illegals, Canada is sending Pablo Rodriguez to Los Angeles. He's from Canada's Liberal Party. He's a member of Parliament. He wants to warn Mexicans, Central and South Americans, you can't get a free ride by illegally entering into Canada. Seriously, when Trump said this, if we say this, we're heartless and mean, right? Isn't that the way it goes? We're like the worst people ever. This guy's not the first one Canada sent, by the way. 
The Canadian government sent some person named Emmanuel Duborg from Montreal to Miami to warn Haitian refugees. If you leave that asshole, don't think about coming to Canada. <laughs> That's what they... Yes, do not think about picking up and running off to Canada. So Canada is literally sending people to our country to warn others, do not enter illegally into Canada. What is going on? I, th- I thought they were nice. I thought they were gentle. Accepting. Even Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, he had an open door policy. He said, when Trump won, we're going to be welcoming. We have this. We have that. And then all of a sudden, they're like, oh, crap, people are actually coming over here because I opened my mouth. He then said, Canada is a nation of laws. Illegals can't just stream across the border at will. Quote, Canada is an open and welcoming society. But let me be clear. We're also a country of laws. Oh, shit. Here we go. Racist. Jerk. Race war. You know, he's white, right? He's white. He's got privilege. And yet he made that and got away with it. Nobody condemned him. What's up with that? Canada is, Canada is desperate to tell refugees the rumor that one could walk in and stay forever is just not true. Apparently, their immigration system is already overwhelmed. They have a backlog of about 50,000 cases. Of course, we have a lot more than that. Huh. Uh, Michelle Rampell, a conservative member of the government, told the New York Times, member of the Canadian government, there's a disconnect between Trudeau's hashtag, Welcome to Canada, and the reality that the system's overwhelmed. It can lead to a nationalist blowback like we have seen in Europe. So there you go. Uh, Canada having the guts to say, uh, yeah, no, you can't come here. You heard the newscast today. Tempe is going to do what Tucson and Pima County did and say, we're against the wall. As if Donald Trump gives a crap about what the Tempe City Council says. What do you think about that? We will open the phones. 880-KNST, 880-5678. And where is uh, Chief Magnus on this? Where, Because, again, if we say this here, we're bad people. Right? Does he not think that Canada is like the worst at this point? If you go back and look what he tweets about, you'll see it. It's all there. We've talked about it. Man. Come on, Magnus. The joke. <clears throat> he knows where the station is. He could always come by and argue as well, by the way. Uh, 880-KNST, 880-5678. Oh, I have more. I have more stories about illegal aliens and things like that. I will get to them. You know, you've heard about the, the guy. Did you hear about this? I didn't get to talk about it yesterday. The guy that, like, kidnapped or held somebody hostage on the Greyhound bus. You hear about that? Uh, happened over the weekend, I believe. Um, there was a guy on a Greyhound bus, which is, man, Greyhound bus, it's it's just, they've really gone through some problems, right? Um, do you ever want to take a Greyhound bus? It's not like it was back in the old days. A police, an illegal immigrant, easily here illegally, an illegal immigrant on a Greyhound bus allegedly threatened to shoot and kill passengers Friday, leading a police chase from Wisconsin to Illinois. He was deported, you ready for this? Five times! Five. But a wall won't help, right, Jeff Flake? John McCain? Raul Grijalva? Uh, Margarito Vargas-Rosas, 33, faces terror charges. He was in the U.S. illegally and was removed from the U.S. the last five times Border Patrol agents encountered him. He also had a previous DUI arrest to his name. And he was on a Greyhound threatening to shoot and kill people. Didn't get a lot of news coverage, did it? You didn't see it, did you? 
Yep, 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 yep. That's how it works. 880-KNST, 880-5678. I will get your reactions to this. Just, uh, just, just hang tight. I have some more college stories I want to talk about as well. Oh, and what a company is doing. You ever hear of this? Never heard of this in my life. Company, one of these companies giving out crumbs, $1,000 bonus checks to their employees. Guess what they wrote on the check? It's coming up. Five minutes. 819. Morning Ritual. Garrett Lewis. KNST AM 792. Sounds most stimulating talk. Talk. All right, 825. Thank you for hanging out. Uh, At Garrett Lewis on Twitter. And apparently, I have a tweet that's on fire right now about insane Jeff Flake. Yes, uh, insane Jeff Flake. We'll get to that. And uh, he's going to defend the media today on the Senate floor. At Garrett Lewis on Twitter. You could follow me on Twitter because, I mean, listen, you probably can't get enough Garrett. And I'm I'm done at 10, but then you can get me outside at 10 o'clock. And it's I don't even charge you for it. Right? I don't even charge you for it. Uh, at Garrett Lewis on Twitter, Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like and follow me on Facebook. Um, just just be smart and don't put any naked pictures on Twitter because that's the latest, by the way. You know, Twitter, they, they, they said that they look in your direct messages that you think that nobody sees. And so if you direct message like, you know, pictures of your junk to your wife or your girlfriend or she, you know, decides to take off her top and she's like, oh, direct message you. Dumb. It's dumb to even just text that. It's dumb to even have that on your phone. Somebody's going to hack into it. It's just no reason to do that. Uh, but that's what they do. They cycle through all that stuff. So they see your, your naked pictures because they also want your data. They want to see what you're direct messaging about. And they sell that information to people. That's what they do. So, and it doesn't surprise, does it surprise you that, by the way, that Twitter would do that? That they would look through all of your stuff? I mean, they own it. It's their product. You expected privacy, but they shouldn't, they don't have to guarantee it. You just, and of course, now you just don't. You don't have to use it for that. I, I I use Twitter just to connect with you. I wish there was something else. Just don't take naked pictures of yourself. That's all. Uh, anyway, going to be about 71 today, about 71 degrees. Um, this is pretty cool right here. Uh, really quick, this story. Uh, so the, the media still doesn't want to really admit that the tax reform that Trump got through is responsible for wage growth, bonuses, job growth, that kind of stuff, right? But there's a company that's making it happen. This is, I mean, you don't see this every day. There's a company that's giving $1,000 bonuses. It's not my company. And that's okay. Uh, But there is a company that is uh, giving out $1,000 bonuses to their employees. And you know what they put in the memo part of the check? Trump Tax Cut and Jobs Act. Over 170 companies, over 170 have said we're going to give bonuses to employees because of the tax reform. So this Tampa-based software developer, it's called SpellX. They put the message in the memo. It says Trump Trump Tax Cut and Jobs Act. Their CEO, Sheldon Wolf, sent the image to taxpayer watchdog Americans for tax reform. They look at it. They said send a... They want everybody, if you're you're a company business owner, you're giving uh, bonuses, let us know. They want to put you on the list. So they, they keep the list. So the CEO wrote the note. I'm the founder and CEO of SpellX Corporation in Tampa, Florida. We're a software development company, which I founded in 1988. This is the first time I've ever done anything like this. I'm hoping there are thousands of companies like mine who gave their employees $1,000 bonuses to show our support for the new tax plan, which will ultimately help the middle class. Wow. So they're just letting them know, hey, employees, I don't know who you voted for. But I'm letting you know who's responsible for this. But again, he's the worst guy ever. 
People hate them. And they're going to vote Republicans out and Democrats in, right? You get more money in your pocket, you're going to vote for the other party, right? I mean, they're, they're just so stupid. It just cracks me up. Again, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there'll be a wave of Democrats because generally when you get you know all of one party winning, the other party comes back a little bit in the midterms. I don't see it happening here. What are they running on the Democrats? Giving amnesty to illegals and saying that this tax reform is horrible and all it's doing is giving people money. Your paycheck's going to be bigger. A lot are getting bonuses. Jobs are being created. Black unemployment is down to a record low. Black support and polling is now uh, jumping for Trump. I mean, give me a break. It's the perfect storm. The perfect storm. Now, here's a sad story that I have for you. I was very, very upset with this. Uh, we are just a few days away from like the one year anniversary of the inauguration of the Trumpster, right? And you remember what happened right after you got inaugurated last time? You had the chicks running around in the vagina costumes, right? And the, and the big pea hats, the pink pea hats. You know what I'm talking about? Like blank cat, blank willow. Those, yeah. So you had these chicks running around in these in these stupid looking, you know, um uh V hats, right? It was the greatest thing of all time. And they said last month they're gonna do it again. They're gonna have another giant stand against Trump. By the way, Adriana, um, again, I know it's 2018. I don't want to jump to conclusions. I assume you're a woman. Do you identify as one? Yes. Has your life been negatively affected as a woman because of Trump? No. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. You have been like forced to make more sandwiches than you normally have to? No. Well, okay. So we have it. There's the scientific study there. So apparently women are not actually losing a lot because of Trump. But it doesn't matter. These crazy women, these angry chicks are like, we're going to do it again. But now it's very sad. They are not going to wear their pink pee hats. I'm very disappointed in this. It's almost like I don't want to talk about it. But every time I get a chance to say the word vagina, I'm okay with it. Now, why are they getting rid of their pink pee hats? This is the best part. To be more inclusive. And to not offend transgender women or women of color. Which I'm like, wait, wait. Do women of color have different peas than women that don't have color? I mean, is it... And I'm pretty sure it works the same, right? It's like there. But do you remember the transgender thing from last time? There was. Do you remember this? There was actually a story that there were transgender women. You know what a transgender woman is? It's a guy that thinks he's a woman. So it's really a guy with his frankenbeans that puts on chick clothes and says, I'm a chick, right? And makeup and everything else and wants to dress in the Target women's bathroom or restroom or changing room, whatever. So apparently a group of transgender women said they were offended at the last vagina march against Trump because they kind of felt left out. Because it was like they, they, you know, they were wearing the P hats and they had the V's, and they're like, we don't really have those. Like our mind thinks we do, but we don't actually have them. So we're offended by the fact that you would actually wear it, be proud of what you have. You can't do that because it makes us feel bad. So they are not wearing the P hats to be more inclusive and to not offend transgender women. And if you think that I'm done there, you're insane. There's more to this story. Quotes, oh, are there quotes, are there quotes. I have to tell you more about this. Then we'll get to the uh, the awesome Jeff Flake stuff where there's real data. Again, he's going to get before the uh, the Senate today to give a speech, not to figure out how, you know, 
health insurance can be more affordable to back up Trump saying, let's sell it across state lines. And they started that last week. The foundation to get it going, they're trying to employ rules to let us buy health insurance across state lines, which lowers the cost because there's more people competing for your business. Instead, he's going to get up there and defend the press from Trump. Freaking genius. I mean, can you be any more out of touch, you dope? That's coming up. He's insane. He's not fit for office. That's all coming up in about five. Here's the latest right now on KNST from Fox. Getting to work and realizing you know more than everyone else feels good. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790. Tucson's most stimulating talk. Yes. How you doing? What's going on? 841 on this Tuesday, January 16th. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, uh, the Dow started out over 26,000 today. It is uh, it is down to 25,995. It's still up 192 points, but it has dipped just below 26,000. That's a new record. It took just seven days to get to 26,000. Will this be mentioned at all in the media? Probably not. Second thing that I think you need to know, insane Jeff Flake trying to walk back his uh, statement comparing President Trump to Stalin, but the damage is already done. Give me a break. People are mad. The internet blew up. I mean, it was just nuts. One of the great tweets I saw is that the like the the outrage um, that people have for Jeff Flake over his comment could could power the sun. It was that it was that insane. And he's going to go on the Senate floor today, apparently, and give a speech defending the media, which is such a smart thing to do, isn't it? I mean, that is genius right there. Considering the fact, by the way, 90 percent, according to Media Research Center, 90 percent of the Coverage of Trump has been negative. Third thing I think you need to know, this is more stuff not reported by the media. Not that much. You didn't hear, did you watch, I mean, do you watch CBS News? I don't watch, but they had a poll that showed a major uptick in black support for President Trump. That's right. CBS poll. They have it. They have a, uh, a major increase in support from the black community for President Trump, their latest polling, as well as uh, the Atlantic reporting survey monkey as well. So you're having a major jump in support for President Trump from the black communities, despite the incessant, ridiculous, racist claims made by the media, the Dems, and the swamp Trump-hating Republicans. That's some big stuff. Three things I think you need to know. Just an example, Survey Monkey had 605,172 interviews. And they said at the uh, 2016 exit poll, Trump got 13% support among black men, 4% for women. They did the poll. It comes out to about, uh, um, if you do the average, it comes out to about 17%. However, the latest poll from SurveyMonkey shows 23% of black men approve Trump and 11% of black women. So you've got major increases, major increases. There you go. Now, let's get back really quick to the, uh, and I'll get more to the stats about what Jeff Flake and how dumb he is in just a second, but about this this really sad story uh, that these chicks are not going to wear, the, the Trump-hating vagina hat-wearing chicks are not going to wear their vagina hats. It's so sad. Again, the reason for just tuning in, they said that they want to be more inclusive to not offend transgender women, transgender women or women of color. Again, that really... Boggles my mind. I didn't realize women of color would be offended versus white women when they see a vagina hat. Would you consider yourself a woman of color, Adriana? I think I'm a half woman of color. Okay. (laughs) We'll go with that. Can you explain to me as a woman? I mean, is your one half 
more offended than the other half at I don't the, understand what, what what the offense is. I don't I don't get it either. Well, um Phoebe Hops, the founder and president of Women's March Michigan, said they are dropping the symbolic pink knitted hats with cat ears because they're discriminatory to women who do not have typical uh typically female genitalia or their genitals are simply of a different color. Of a different color. So, you have that. Isn't that nice? Hey, sit down. (laughs) She said, I personally... So that's what it is. If your genitalia is a different color, you'll be offended by that. Like what? That's what she's saying. I personally won't wear one because if it hurts even a few people's feelings, she said, then I don't feel like it's unifying. Isn't that nice? She added, it doesn't sit well with a group of people that feel that the pink pea hats are either vulgar or they're upset that they might not include trans women or non-binary women or maybe with women whose genitals are not pink. Yep. Uh, This woman is organizing the march January 21st, so five days from now. But it's not going to be exciting to watch because it's not going to be the crazy vagina hats or costumes or anything else. Or why wouldn't they just make, like, the rainbow color of vagina hats, right? Why not make them in all different colors? Why do they have to be just one color? I mean, make it exciting for me. Make it fun for me, right? Uh, LaShawn Irby, co-chair of a local Black Lives Matter chapter in Lansing, Michigan, said she'll use the anniversary to speak out about discrimination, the the discriminatory hat during her remarks. So she's going to go up there, not talk about Trump, Talk about last year, and they had discriminatory hats. Quote, I will say this one thing. It's a problem. I will put this on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. I will, I will tweet this as well because I think it's that good. Add Garrett Lewis on, on Twitter. I mean, it, it's, it is very disappointing. I, it's horrible. How can we go on? All right, uh, Ohio State University, right next to Michigan. Big rival. Uh, there's an actual class. If you want to know why, if you remember Allie Miller, the Pima County supervisor, they tried to like railroad her because she said, I'm white and I'm proud of it, blah, blah, blah. You're racist. You're this. How can you say that? White people, and especially white men, by the way, we're under attack so much. Uh, I don't know how this helps you get a job, but there's a class at Ohio State. It's called Be a Man, Masculinities, Race, and Nation. Does that help you get a job? One of the things they teach is why white heterosexual masculinity is problematic. It leads to racism, bullying, the impact in pop culture, all this stuff. There's actually a book, a required textbook called Dude, You're a, what the Brits call a cigarette. You know what I'm saying? Do you know what the Brits call a cigarette? It's a gay slur. You know what I'm saying? You don't know that, Adriana? No. Rhyme, not a commonly known thing. Rhyme, yes. Oh. Rhymes with gag. They actually call it. You know that? Oh, so they I say, do you have a, do you have a, you don't get freaked out by that and think they're all mean. They just want to smoke a cigarette if they still do that. So that's a required textbook by somebody named CJ Pasco. It analyzes masculinity, not as only a gendered process, but a sexual one. This is, yeah, I swear. They have all these things. The class is expected to screen Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Uh, an episode of the new normal, something uh, a, a skit by Key and Peele comedians called Hoodie Skirt. 
the, the course is ultimately presented as a study in feminist masculinity. Yes, fet, this is like what LeBron James talked about in the last hour, negative racism. A study in feminist masculinity. I don't even know what the hell that means. Feminist masculinity. They want to explain how ideas about masculinity simultaneously harm yet privilege men. How does this help you get a job? On the first day of Be a Man, this class, students went over a male privilege checklist, according to the syllabus. A male privilege checklist. And you got all this. The course was created and is taught by a guy named Jonathan Branfman. He's a doctoral candidate in Ohio State's Department of Women's, Gender, and Sexuality Studies. And he recently is the recipient of a presidential fellowship. Wow. So there you go. He is also the author of a new children's book that my son will not read. You ready for this? This wacko who is teaching a feminist masculinity class. His new kid's book is called UBU. It's intended for 7 to 12-year-olds. And it gives parents a simple and accessible way to introduce your kids to gender and sexual identity in hopes of decreasing stigmas according to the LGBTQ community. Yes. Yes. Uh, He did an interview. He said it was really a result of teaching women's gender and sexuality. These classes at Ohio State. I often found myself thinking, wouldn't it be great if everyone got really clear, unstigmatized information about gender and sexual diversity at a young age? Instead of having to unlearn all kinds of harmful false ideas when they're 12 instead of 20. So, wouldn't it be great if kids got to learn, your seven-year-old got to learn all this stuff, and then they got to unlearn that it's not normal for boys to play with G.I. Joes and girls to play with Barbies and that kind of stuff. Seven to 12 Dude, these people are frightening. Absolutely frightening. This is where college gets to be way too expensive. This guy doesn't need a job. There's nothing he's teaching that's going to be beneficial to anyone. It's just propaganda. Over. It's just propaganda over and over. 850, I'll get to a statement uh, Kelly Ward put out about Senator Jeff Flake attacking uh, President Trump with a speech today. Uh, it's a pretty good statement. Waiting for Martha McSally's, by the way. Waiting for Martha McSally's. Don't hold your breath. Where, where, what is Martha McSally's statement going to be? Yeah, nothing. Uh, we'll continue. 851. It's your morning ritual. Me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Yes. Hello. 909. I like this part. No, keep it loud. Keep it loud, Adrian. I like this part. It's good. Uh-huh. All right, now it's my turn. It's your morning ritual. Me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM790. Tucson's most stimulating talk. I don't care what they say. There are three things I think you need to know. The market opened at a brand new high over 26,000. It took just seven days to go from 25,000 to 26,000. Are you serious right now, Clark? Seven days. It's dropped a little bit. The market's still up 133 points, but it's a 25,935 right now. Still pretty good. We'll see what it's like at the close. Uh, but the media will not cover this. They, again, imagine, what will the media coverage, what do you think it would be? You know what it would be, right? If Obama was in office and the economy was booming like this, every day Obama's the economic genius, the savior, this, you know it's true. And now what are they talking about? Russia, Russia, asshole, Russia, asshole. Racist. Great, thanks. That's why people hate the media. Second thing I think you need to know, you know who's going to get up there and uh, defend the media today? Jeff Flake, baby. He's using his valuable time on the Senate floor 
as if really anybody but senators and people who watch C-SPAN pay attention to. He's going to use his valuable time to defend the media from Donald Trump. Can you be any more out of touch? This is what I'm saying. He's out of touch with reality. I believe he is insane and not fit for office. Right? That's what I think. Do you agree or not agree? Uh, he also tried to walk back the Stalin-Trump comparison comments that he made. Good luck with that, buddy. We know how you feel. Uh, you're crazy. You're insane. You say that stuff that Trump says is insane? What you say is insane. So we'll get to that. Plus, uh, also, Kelly Ward's statement on what Flake said. Waiting for Martha's statement on that. Third thing I think you need to know, media says, and the Dems say in the Swamp Republicans, they say that uh, that Trump's racist. Well, black employment and un, uh, unemployment is at a record low, black unemployment. And polls coming out from SurveyMonkey and CBS News show a significant increase in support for Trump from the black community. Yes, significant increase over the past year. If he gets more and more support, I mean, it's who's going to be the sacrificial lamb that runs as the Democrat in 2020? Three things I think you need to know. Um, so before we get to the actual uh, studies of the, the coverage of Trump and everything else and blah, blah, blah. Um, Jeff Flake said some really horrible things. You know what, Adriana, can we go back to the sound bites? Just in case you missed it, what Jeff Flake said originally about Donald Trump, I believe they're the same cart number, just cut number uh, 94. Uh, we got to get this. This took place yesterday. Uh, keep going down. You got to go. Yeah, go get out down all the way to 94. Uh, this took place. Well, it took place Sunday, actually, on MSNBC. And we played this yesterday. I want you to hear this. This is uh, Jeff Flake on MSNBC. Here we go. You compare in the speech President Trump to Joseph Stalin, who called by calling the free press, quote, the enemy of the people. Well, I'm saying that he he borrowed that phrase. It was popularized by Joseph Stalin, used by Mao as well. Oh, that's nice. (sighs) He tried to walk it back. Let's play. uh, Actually, let's go down a little bit. Let's play some today's sound bites and I'll get to the statement from Kelly Ward. Uh, Let's play 111. Let's go in order. 111. Uh, on CNN with Christian Amanpour. Here we go. What concerns me is when uh, you use phrases like enemy of the people, uh, then that, uh, that they, they, you trace that phrase back, and uh, it, it was not uh, a good origin. Uh, really, it was popularized by Joseph Stalin. And I am in no way comparing no. Uh, President Trump to never. Joseph Stalin. Oh, Joseph never. Stalin was never. a killer. Oh, yeah. Uh, our president is not. But it just puzzles me as to why you would use a phrase that is so loaded and and that has such deeper meaning, uh, the press being the enemy of the people. Yes. And and so that that is a big concern. Uh, What this president does, the most powerful man in the world, Mm -hmm. has lasting implications. And it has implications for journalists worldwide, as well as our free press here in this country. Why don't you talk to me? I'm part of that free press, bro. One more. Here he is uh, really saying, I swear, I didn't, I didn't mean that. I know that. 112. I, I know better. I know better. I know better. Here we go. More flake on CNN. I was going to say, if the American president was like Stalin, uh, you know, people yeah. like me yeah. would be in Gitmo <laughs> or worse. So, no, there's no comparison there to the, to the man. Uh, but it just puzzles me as to why any American president would use a phrase uh, so associated with somebody like Joseph Stalin. It just doesn't comport, and it's not good for any of us. 
Okay, one more. What would like what is really bothering him that he's going to make a speech on the Senate floor today, defending the media and calling out Trump? Like, what does he have a problem with Trump saying? Let's listen. To, let's do one thirteen. This is part of the things that he's a problem with. Way to keep your eye on the ball there, uh, Flake. Here we go. It, it's not good uh, when when the president uh, utters falsehoods like, "Well, the crowd size was bigger than any in the past." That's more innocuous and doesn't mean as much. Uh, but to say uh, things like the, the Russia matter. Uh, just broadly, without being more precise, uh, is a hoax. Is. Or Russia's intervention in the U.S. election is a hoax. That is not a hoax. Uh, really? We know that Russia did try to influence our election. Pause it. Pause it. Uh, and, it's and, not. And, and, uh, uh, Flake, he's saying it's a hoax that the media and the Dems and people like you are clinging to this theory that somehow he only won the election because of Russia. Russia somehow influenced the voters and the election, and they somehow did something to make Trump. Trump won because he worked his butt off and connected with the people, and Hillary didn't want to enter Wisconsin. She didn't want to, she, she was not likable. She had no new ideas. We didn't want this anymore. Why can't you admit that? Look at the economy. It's booming. This is why p- people voted for Trump, because they wanted this and were getting it. And he's such a dingleberry. You don't want to admit it. Your, your ego is so big. This guy's out of touch. He's, he's in fantasy land. He's not fit for office. Let's continue. Uh, and and, and uh, simply dismissing that as fake news is damaging. Mm-hmm. And when that is, is just yeah. done uh, reflexively uh, day, after day, day after day, then that has real consequences. Hey, thanks, genius. Uh, so, <clears throat> but it's not real consequences to keep the borders wide open, right, Jeff? Keep NAFTA the way it is, right, Jeff? No real consequences there. Anyway, Dr. Kelly Ward tweeted out uh, something attached her statement that she put out today. It's abhorrent and repulsive that Jeff Flake constantly attacks the president, going so far as to compare him to a brutal, maniacal dictator. I challenge all Arizona senatorial candidates, that's you, Martha, to join me in condemning this outrageous rhetoric. Arizona deserves better. She used abhorrent and repulsive because that's what Flake said about, what, about the uh, Trump statement that he denied about asshole. It's abhorrent and repulsive, the words that he used. So the actual statement uh, is this. This is what that that's what she tweeted. Then Kelly Ward attached her statement, quote, Senator Jeff Flake is making the rounds on television to announce that he will deliver a speech this week comparing our sitting president to a brutal dictator who killed and imprisoned millions of his own people. It's unfortunate that the retiring senator from Arizona feels he must escalate his perpetual assault on President Trump's character to such a dangerous and indecent level. If Senator Flake does follow through and deliver this shameful offensive speech on the floor of the U.S. Senate, according to MSNBC, it's going to be today. It will be an utter embarrassment to Arizona, and I will condemn him and I will condemn it in the strongest possible terms. I call on all my fellow candidates running for his seat in Arizona to do the same. I haven't received anything from Martha McSally, right? And that's why I wonder, Martha McSally, remember, she loves President Trump now. Wouldn't say she'd support him or vote for him back in the day. How come Martha hasn't come out and condemned Jeff Flake? You know why? Because she likes Jeff Flake. She agrees with Jeff Flake. She is Jeff Flake, but just she's named Martha McSally. And she's trying really hard to cover up her Jeff Flakeness by saying that she's all of a sudden this hawk. This hawk. I mean, the establishment realizes, man, Jeff Flake, you can't be that outspoken and expect to win. We need to sneak somebody in. We need a Trojan horse. She is the Trojan horse, by the way. Martha McSally is the Trojan horse. Uh, as Kelly Ward said, a campaign conservative. She's going to act like she's out there. Oh, yeah, I'm working on border security. 
You notice she's been in the she's been uh, there for a couple of terms. This is her second term. How come she wasn't so outspoken on border security before this? Trump's been in this since January. She's been working on this what since since Jeff Flake said he's going to retire. Yeah. I don't think so. I'm waiting for Mercedes. Now you know, by the way, why McSally won't come on this show. Because I'd ask her that question. Will you condemn Jeff Flake for what he is saying about President Trump? What do you think of Jeff Flake's attacks on Trump? Do you think they should stop? Martha, uh, remember, she skipped, uh, well, she canceled our interview. We got a confirmed it Friday morning at 8.30, double confirmed noon from a different person in her congressional office. Then her PR person reached out to Ryan yesterday, at, uh, sorry, Saturday at 8.38 p.m. saying we can't do it. She has a breakfast. Ryan responded back 21 minutes later. Anytime, pick a day and time. Never heard back. Yet she had time to drive to a studio, I believe in Tucson. If you look at the background, she was on Fox News yesterday at about 11 o'clock in the morning. Local time. She couldn't be on this show by phone at 710, but she had no problem getting uh, you know the hair and makeup and dressed up to be on TV for a few minutes on Outnumbered on Fox News. And if you look behind, it looks like to me, she's in Tucson with the buildings by the small little city behind her. So she drove to a studio somewhere, got behind a robotic camera in front of one, and they had her on that. She had no problem talking there. And then I think she went on another radio show somewhere where they talked about the, you know, the, I mean, the, the hardcore stuff. Like, what was your call sign when you were an Air Force pilot? And how'd you come up with that call sign? I wonder if it was like, what's your favorite color? When you go to an Italian restaurant, what kind of dish do you do you eat do you go like a tomato sauce dish like you know maybe some chicken parmesan with some tomato sauce or do you go for like a scampi you know like the lemon lemon wine uh butter garlic sauce what what what's do you like the fish do you like the chicken do you like do you do veal thin crust thick what, what do you like i'm sure it was epic <clears throat> nothing from good old Martha McSally so far. She she loves Trump so much she has not condemned Jeff Flake. Excellent, excellent move, by the way, by Kelly Ward. Excellent move. I believe she's going to be in Oro Valley today. I could be wrong, but I believe she's going to be in Oro Valley today. Go check her website or her Facebook page. I'm not here to tell you that. I'm just letting you know that I believe she's going to be here. Um, doesn't mean I'm going to be there. There's an Islanders game tonight. I, I have my priorities straight. I already know what I'm doing. Anyway, I'll get uh, your you can you can uh, give an opinion about that. By the way, Kelly Ward, man, I thought it was a brilliant move, calling on all, and she'll probably get sheriff. Sheriff Joe needs to go away. By the way, he needs to go. Bye bye. Um, don't take Kelly Ward's votes away in the primary. I think eventually he will go away, uh, but it was a great move by uh, by Kelly Ward to do this, and uh, waiting on Martha, uh, she's probably waiting on the poll testing to be done by her. Uh, PR company to figure out if it's a good move to condemn Jeff Flake or not. All right, when I get back, there is a great story from the Media Research Center about uh, 2017 and the coverage of Trump. As Jeff Flake's going to go on the Senate floor and condemn Trump and 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 just 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 be a a, a voice for the media and defend the media. You got to be kidding me. Uh, that's why he's just out of touch with reality. He's unfit for office. We'll get that to you coming up. In about four minutes, 922 KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. It's 927. Thank you for hanging out. Hey, my iHeartRadio channel, by the way, iHeartRadio.com. You can go there, search out Garrett Lewis, and you'll 
see my channel pop up. I have a channel there. If you have the iHeartRadio app, you could search it, the magnifying glass, search Garrett Lewis, and it'll pop up there as well. Uh, Ryan puts a show up every day. Today, you'll be a little different because Ryan's not here. I can only ask Adriana so much. She is very nice for helping us out because Ryan is... Well, Ryan's a lot of things I can't say on the radio, but anyway. Anyway. Uh, iHeartRadio.com and iHeartRadio app search Garrett Lewis. I mean, yesterday's show was epic. Friday was epic. It's all it's all epic. It's all epic. Uh, the fact that, by the way, really quick, the fact that the Dow is at 26,000, we went up 1,000 points in seven days, man. That is incredible. This should be the lead story. Seven trading days. The Dow has spiked 8,000 points, about 42% in Trump's, in, since Trump's election. And he's not printing money like Obama. This is huge. And people are like, eh. like this is the biggest story in the country right now. But the media, they hate it. And by the way, you ever see Jeff Flake give credit to Trump for the economy in any way? I haven't. How about McCain, that punk? McCain, nothing. Nothing. To Trump, right? So let me take you to this story, and I'll put this on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it. I'll tweet it out. Uh, Newsbusters, the Media Research Center, right? They have a website, newsbusters.org. Anyway, uh, they analyze media coverage on ABC, CBS, and NBC, the evening newscasts. And again, I can't tell you the last time I actually watched an evening newscast. Adriana, how old are you? 26, right? 25? 26. 26. When was the last time you watched a nightly newscast on ABC, NBC, or CBS? I don't know if I have in years. There you go. I mean, that's, hello. It's such a dinosaur. I mean, they, they it used to be prestigious. Do you remember back in the day, you were probably young, but like a Peter Jennings, Tom Brokaw, yeah, and Dan Rather? They were the regulars, right? Yeah. You know, they just changed uh, anchors on CBS. They have a new CBS evening anchor. Who the hell is it? It doesn't even matter anymore. Nobody cares. Anyway. Uh, about 25 million people watch every night those three networks, which is incredible to me. It's the older crowd. They don't believe in the internet. And um, it says here, these are the major findings of looking at their news coverage. As Jeff Flake's going to go on the Senate floor, I believe today, according to MSNBC, and just defend the media from Trump's attacks. Uh, Trump presidency, biggest story of the year. I mean, really, it was the biggest... It's the most unbelievable election maybe in the history of this country. The fact that this guy won, never did anything in politics, beat out 16 Republican competitors, beat out Hillary Clinton and the Clinton dynasty. Wouldn't that be a big Imagine if he was a Democrat. It'd be huge. Anyway, uh, the president, biggest story of the year, accounted for one out of every three minutes of evening news time, about 100 hours total. Okay. Now, the tone of it, incessantly hostile. 90% negative, just 10% positive. They don't include neutral. 90% of the coverage against President Trump has been negative. Yet look at all the good that's happening. Now, Obama didn't really do anything good. He's letting terrorists you know, be freed from Gitmo, giving Iran $150 billion. Uh, Fast and Furious resulted in Brian Terry and other Border Patrol agents being killed. Guns put into Mexico. We don't know where they are. Uh, Benghazi lies. What the the economy stalling and limping along? And you know it was not ninety percent negative to Obama, right? More than two fifths of the evening news coverage, forty three percent of the president focused on controversies, not policies. 
the Russia hoax was one-fifth of all Trump coverage. Despite the massive coverage of Russia, the networks had almost no airtime for questions about how the investigation began or whether special counsel Robert Mueller's investigation is biased. And it began again by that fake Russian dossier that was paid for by Hillary Clinton and the Democratic National Committee. Yep. How about that? Incessant negative coverage of Trump. Unparalleled level of media hostility for a president in his first year of office. Unparalleled. There were only three months in 2017 when Trump's level of good press rose above 10% on the evening news. January, when the inauguration coverage was there. Some positive stories among Trump voters. April, when he mentioned uh, you know the, the reaction to the cruise missiles, the 59 he sent that blew up Syria. And then when Congress passed major tax reform. And even in those months, the Trump coverage was hugely negative. 85% negative in January, 82 in April, 85 in December. And yet, Jeff Flake is like, listen, he can't say uh, the press is the enemy of the people. But they are when they give disinformation. They are doing to a lesser extent what the regimes, the Stalin regime, and the rest of them did. They're doing what North Korea does. Do you remember the... Kim Jong-un's dad, I'll never forget this. This is probably like 10, 12 years ago. There was a story. Kim Jong-il was leader of North Korea at the time. He's a little, you know, fat little dictator, fatter and shorter than his son. But they put out a press release, the state-run agency, saying that his first attempt at golf resulted in 11 holes in one for Kim Jong-il and a score of like, I think it was 59, 58 or 59. Best golfer ever. It's like the same crap this media puts out. And yet Jeff Flake is going to get up there and defend the media from Trump's attacks for all this unfair coverage. Bye-bye, Jeff. Bye-bye. Uh, 933 on KNST AM790. You can comment if you'd like. What more can you say? There's still a lot more to get to. I still have some more college stories to get to as well. Uh, 880-KNST, 880-5678. I still think that he is... Um, He's going to be dumb enough to challenge. I would love it if he somehow challenged Trump in 2020. Again, I would. I said this when I came back from vacation. I would pay a lot of money to see on a debate stage Flake and Trump. I would love to. It's like seeing a lion destroy. You ever watch like you know Discovery when the lion like just tears apart some some like zebra or something like that. That's what it would be. You know what would be when a lion when a lion destroys a rhino. That's what it would be because that's what that's that's what Jeff Flake is. And where the hell? Is Martha McSally? Where the hell is Martha McSally um, condemning Jeff Flake? Anywhere? Anywhere. All right, more reaction coming up. Here's the latest on KNST right now, 934 from Fox. It is 943. How's it going? Thank you for hanging out. Three things I think you need to know. Number one. The market opened above 26,000. It has it has dropped a little since then, but the market is still up. But that's a new high, 1,000 points in seven trading days. We've gone from 25,000 to 26,000 in seven trading days. That's insane, man. Should be the biggest story in the country right now. Second thing that I think you need to know, uh, Jeff Flake trying to walk back his Trump is Stalin comments. Oh, yeah, the comparison. 
Good luck with that. And he's going to go on the uh, the Senate floor and give a speech defending the media and saying, like, Trump lies and it's terrible what he says about the media. Of course, not terrible. The media gives slanted coverage. Latest analysis from the Media Research Center shows 90% negative toward Trump. I'll put that on my Facebook page and my Twitter page. Third thing I think you need to know, and this is a big deal. This is a big deal. You have black support growing for Trump. If he locks this up, if it keeps going, I mean, it's over. Uh, it has grown significantly. CBS poll shows it. Survey Monkey poll shows it. Noted by The Atlantic, which is a lefty thing. They have to admit all this stuff. Uh, so the support is is going. Black unemployment is at a an all-time low. Black unemployment. Incredible. Yet he's racist, right? Three things I think you need to know. Um, One more. We got to... I got to bring this up just in case you missed this. This is a while ago. It's my favorite story of the day. And it's it's one of these stories that you're like, this can't be real. Like this, no matter what you think, this this can't be real. But it is real. This We don't need to be like Europe. We don't need to have open borders. We don't need to have any of that stuff, right? So, apparently, this this is what's incredible. They have the National Health Service, the NHS, Socialized Medicine over there in England. Uh, They have announced that if there are transgender women, which is a man that thinks he's a woman, right? No matter what, you still have the the guy parts. But if there are men that identify as women, they are still going to qualify to get cervical smear tests. Yes. It is true. It is true. You are still going to qualify for that. I mean, why not, right? Why not? It makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? So, why are they doing this? I mean, because men, we don't have services. I mean, we, we can't have one. You don't have... You, there's a... I don't want to get too... Is it gross if I say, like, there's a smear test? I mean, that's what it is, right? Adrian, again, I'm not a man. I don't... I don't know about these things. I'm not an expert. I'll admit it. But I'm pretty sure I haven't had one. And I know I'm a man. I tell myself that. So, don't make the comment. So, uh, <laughs> so they have these tests. Yet, over in, in the UK, they said, we will let men that actually, in their sick mind, believe they are women get the cervical smear test. Can't disappoint them. Right? That's what they say. You can do it. Even Why? Because they don't want to make them upset, feel, uh, I guess, neglected. Uh, they want they don't want them to be triggered uh, triggered with gender dysphoria. I sh- you can't make up this stuff. Who in their right mind is like you know what? We have to do this. We can't. I'm not going to be one to break it to him that he's not really a woman. I mean that would be crazy. It'd be traumatic, right? I mean, the same people that think this is okay, by the way, are the same ones that are totally offended by the word asshole. The same ones. This is what so Trump is playing them. I just got an alert. Senator Dick Durbin tells CNN Trump absolutely used the word asshole to describe these African nations despite evolving explanations. He absolutely used it. Does it offend you? Okay, Adriana, you have been here. Does it offend you, the word asshole? No. Third world countries. Are you okay with calling them assholes? I wouldn't, but I don't think it's terribly offensive. I mean, aren't they? Why do you think those people want to come here? Do you know the context of it? Trump said, why are we bringing, you guys want this immigration thing. You're going to bring in people from these, you know, these asshole countries that don't add to our economy. Doesn't that make sense? Which is why they want to come here. Yes, thank you. 
Like in every, you know what? Keep whining about the word asshole, you loser. We have bigger fish to fry in this world. And that's what so the same people that are, are offended by asshole are the ones that would say it's okay. And you, sh- you know what? Just give it to them. It's all right. What's the difference? Again, my original thought with this whole thing, besides the ridiculousness of it, is that how does a doctor actually do this? Like you get this, imagine, imagine being a doctor and you, you know, all right, uh, next, uh, Barbara. And it's actually like Tim, right? And you get this dude standing up, you get out wearing a dress, got the, got the long hair, got the makeup on, the Adam's apple, little five o'clock shadow. And you're like, oh crap. Uh, you get him in the room and you go, okay, um, <clears throat> um, wait, Barbara. Uh, why are you here? Oh, I'm here for the, uh, cervical exam. Uh, um, it says, um, okay. Okay. Um, all right. I guess, uh, see those stirrups over there? Put them up in there, Barbara. And, and this poor doctor has this guy named Barbara's legs up in the stirrups. And that, that is that how it works, by the way, Adriana? Yeah. I'm glad Ryan's not here because he would have no idea. He'd act like he knows, but he has no idea. I don't want to YouTube it either, by the way. That's gross. So so hang on with me. So that you you do that, right? And then they kind of they kind of reach in and they reach in and do a smear to a make swab. sure a swab, right? And it's not it's not fun, right? No. So then imagine this. You have this transgender woman it's a guy with chick parts i mean calling himself barbara stirrups and you got this doctor and they generally put like some kind of lubrication right and mm-hmm. and the legs are spread and the doctor's just staring right in there and he's just looking right in he's like how the hell do i do this like what's going on now and he's got the frank and the beans and he's like how do i i mean and he's he, does he go for the the one hole there is to be like all right yeah you're good or is he like let me just go for the inner thigh. I mean, this is a man. He doesn't know what the hell happens here, right? Let me uh, brush the inner thigh. Then okay. Like, Call back in a couple of days for yeah, your results. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We got, I got. I got it. We're good. And then this dude named Barbara is going to be like, "Oh, thank you. It was a lot easier than I thought it was. Oh yeah, it's not that bad. Uh, yeah, yeah. We'll be in touch. I mean, is that what happens? These are the guidelines in the new National Health Services book. They're wasting money. Biological men who regard themselves as women are being invited for cervical smear tests, even though, again, it's impossible for them to actually have a cervix. Now, at the same time, you got to love this. If you are a woman that says, I'm really a man, and you actually have a cervix and breasts, you will not be routinely routinely scanned for these things. These cancers, breast cancer and cervical cancer. So even if you actually have the body parts, they're going to be like, nope, you're a guy, you miss out. Oh, yeah. Again, uh, you know, I can't, I actually want to go. I want to bring this story with me to my wife's uh, OB when she has her yearly because he's a funny dude. And I would love to get his reaction to this. I think it would be just awesome. What do you do if you're a doctor? I mean, if you're a doctor and you're listening, I know you're probably busy with patients right now, but you could let me know how you would fake it. That, that's, that's what is my 
My question, how do you fake that? Anyway, I'll also put that on my Facebook page. 952. <laughs> we'll continue in five. KNST AM 792, Tucson's most stimulating talk. On a modern decentralized network, firewalls have new requirements for businesses leveraging SaaS-based applications and public cloud platforms like AWS, Azure, and Google Cloud. We're in the cloud generation now, so your firewalls have to be engineered to fit right in. Reclaim your cloud network. Try a Barracuda Cloud Generation Network or application firewall free at 